This is New York State of Crime. A podcast exploring New York's most disturbing criminal cases. I'm Peter. And I'm Brenna. All right, thank you for listening. Thanks for sticking around so long. Yeah. You're in it for the long haul. For the long haul. And, uh... Sort of, yeah. Do we, do we have anything to talk about before we start the story? Shop talk, so to speak. Well, or like, there, n- like news or I, whatever. I think the big news for me is um, we watched the Free Britney documentary. Oh yeah, that was great. It's not quite true crime, but I feel like if you appreciate it, stories with a mystery and with like things being done to people, that's exactly what happened. So, I, sorry, it's not actually called Free Britney. It's called <laughs> Framing Britney Spears. Um, it's a New York Times Presents documentary episode, which is on Hulu. Yeah, it's, I mean, what did you think? Um, I love all things Britney, so I thought the documentary was great and also disturbing. Yeah, I mean, it definitely frames just, like, how bereft our culture was with, like, of the words and concepts to talk about mental health crises, (laughs) uh, women's right to be themselves in public and not have to answer questions about your virginity on national television when you're 17 years old. Like, just, I mean, the fact that I was, like, consistently surprised at, like, what year it was, like, Britney's breakdown and everything, like, it was, I mean, I'm thinking 10 years ago, but it's more than 10 years ago now, but, like, in my head it's 2018, but it was, like, about 10 to 15 years ago and like the fact that i mean it's i think it's a good sign that society has progressed that far that like we would not be having that conversation now but like then we also still do like shit on a lot of women celebrities and like all the time any celebrities so like it's yeah anyway i just thought uh, um it was shocking and then there's a whole you know, mystery to it as to, like, what's really going on with her right now, and so I hope we get some answers soon and that she gets free of her conservatorship. Yeah, free Britney. Free Britney, hashtag. Yeah. All right, well, that was the only thing I wanted to talk about. The only other bit of news is that I've managed to submit this podcast to a couple other uh, aggregator services or podcatcher services as I've seen Mm. this word before never heard anyone use it but I saw it we're in the podcatchers the pod the pod zone the pod net yeah the pod net find us now on on Apple 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 Podcasts Spotify um, Stitcher Stitcher and then basically everything else because all the other ones either uh you know, get it off Apple or off Spotify. So we're kind of on everything. And you can listen directly on our website if you don't like to use podcast platforms. We actually recommend that you do uh, download or at least listen from the website because that's where we put the pictures. Yes. And that's kind of important to, uh, you know, to be looking at those. Yeah, I like to follow follow along with pictures, so definitely recommend... Um, and, like, maps and stuff. Maps and stuff if locations. you're listening to our stories. All right, so we decided to stick with the theme. The theme of cars in water. Uh, people in cars People in, in cars in water. So what's, the, what's, the, what's this case? Uh, all right, so we are in Poughkeepsie. Uh, mm-hmm. It's 2008. Um, Britney Spears has just had her first meltdown. 
Oh, good. Oh, that relates somehow. Such a good Look tie-in. at that. Yep. I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so, so we're here in Poughkeepsie. It's 2008. Uh, we're going to look at a pretty nice guy, Rohan Stefan Brown. Mm. Uh, he is 26, um, Poughkeepsie resident. Not from here, though. He is from Jamaica. He came to the U.S. with his mother, Grace Skinner, when he was about seven. He had a bunch of friends, was described as a nice person, went to church, did community work. You know, fun and nice, like... Typical, like, uh, open personality type guy. He was attending SUNY Albany and wanted to become a lawyer. Mm. This was going to be his senior year. It would be his his last summer while still attending college. He was uh, getting ready to go back to SUNY Albany, where he was studying, and he was his usual self over that summer. He was excited for school. Uh, He did all the things he usually did, sports and stuff, family things, helping out, whatever, seeing his friends. So he was was in law school or he was finishing his four-year degree and then he wanted to go to law school? No, he was finishing his four-year degree at SUNY Albany, probably in a way which would help him get into law school, I imagine. There's, I couldn't find any information about what exactly he was studying, but probably pre-law stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, He wanted to be a lawyer to help people. Like, a lot of his activities were just, like, helping other people do stuff Mm, during his free time. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, so everything was fine during the summer for him. But uh, a couple weeks before he was due, back in Albany at the end of August, he became noticeably disturbed. Uh Uh-oh. His mother said he wasn't acting like himself. He became withdrawn, fearful, and he wouldn't talk to her about it. Hmm. Um, Or his father. He wouldn't talk to either of them about it. Hmm. Uh, She said he would lock himself in his room, wouldn't talk to anyone, wouldn't eat. And uh, Rohan's friends said that he thought people were after him and wanted to hurt him. And he's 26? He's 26, yeah. Okay, so this is not just, like, I'm a brooding teenager. He's no. He's like a full adult. No, full-on man, like, nice guy, doing doing adult stuff, mm-hmm. going to school, doing things. Right, okay. Yeah. So he his, his friends are worried, but there just isn't a lot of information about anything necessarily weird at that time, just that he is having a hard time for some reason. Right. Uh, and he's normally... A, you know, rather happy-seeming person. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I say that with, of course, being aware that just because somebody seems happy means they can blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I I really think he was not a depressed person. I think he was probably just, like, a regular-ass guy. Right. Well, that's enough of a change in his behavior that he's not able to hide it to those closest to him. Right. Uh, Extremely noticeable change in behavior. Uh, is indicative of something wrong. Mm -hmm. On August 6th, police attempted to stop Rohan for a moving violation somewhere in Poughkeepsie. Uh, He fled and managed to elude them. Uh, On August 8th, he was stopped by police in New Paltz for driving erratically. This was the last time anyone was confirmed to have seen him. I think... Now it's important to note 
that perhaps on the fourth or the fifth, it, it, it depends on who you ask. Some people say his car didn't have any things in it. Some people say he had packed his car to, to go to Albany. To go back to school, yeah. Or at least <clears throat> to begin driving there. Maybe he was going to stop at a friend's or something, but mm -hmm. generally it was assumed he was going back to campus around this time. So do we know what he was doing in New Paltz? Uh, no, we don't know what he was doing. It could be assumed that he was seeing a friend or simply passing through. Because he wouldn't go to New Paltz from Poughkeepsie to go to Albany. That's what I'm... Not right? necessarily. I guess he could take the you could. You could. I don't think mm -hmm. it would be anyone's first choice, but it's pure speculation. There's okay. no information that I could find about what he might have been doing in New Paltz. Okay. But this was, this was the 8th. As I said, the last time anyone was confirmed to have seen him, he did not make it to campus. He did not check into his dorm. He did not begin his semester. Mm. And that is it. Um. There is nothing about where he's gone. No information. His family are beginning to worry at this point, of course. His friends are everyone is freaking out because where did he go? Right. Nowhere. Uh, he's just gone. So, did they report him missing right away, or it took a few days for them to figure out where that he didn't show up where he was supposed to be? Uh, it was unclear to me, so I would speculate that they probably reported him missing m maybe when they knew he didn't check into the dorms, mm -hmm. but nothing that I read mentioned anything like that. So let's go forward a couple months to December. Uh, on the 16th, a SUNY Albany campus police officer sighted Rohan's blue Hyundai, but it wasn't clear whether or not he was inside. And apparently we have lost this information because of some kind of like computer system fuck up on campus. They only know that his vehicle was sighted, but they don't have any details about whether he was present, whether it was a moving violation or just, uh, you know, an outdated parking it, sticker yeah. or something, you know, like he didn't have the right campus parking sticker. So that's, that's... So his car made it to Albany. His car made it to, not just Albany, but to campus. But he, he did not make in? it to the dorms. What the no. Heck? Yeah. In December, too. So, like, what was he doing all semester? Right. Right, so so his car is proven to be on campus, and th this is rather close to the end of the semester. Mm-hmm. Again, let's enter into some speculation here. Let's say that maybe the campus police aren't the most thorough about, like, their outer satellite lots. Mm -hmm. His car might have been here much longer than around a couple days that you might think you would receive a parking ticket for. His car might have been there since the summer. Do you think? I, I don't, don't know. know. We we both parked on two SUNY campuses, and I can't see a car sitting in the same place for four months and not having anyone's attention. I mean, I suppose, but I personally have never been to the SUNY Albany campus, so I don't know what the situation is like there. I mean, at Duchess, forget it. Even in Siberia, there's no fucking way. Um, yeah. New Paltz was honestly worse than that. Yeah. I don't... 
I don't think it would have gone that long with no attention. I Probably feel like not. it must. I mean, I maybe a few days, maybe even a week, but not that long, no. Okay. I think that car must have shown up there recently. So let's say... Like, by the beginning of December. Okay, yeah. So let's let's be generous. Let's say that the car couldn't have been there before the beginning of December. Mm-hmm. So that's about that's two still, weeks. That's still a... Oh, that's kind that's of a long, a long time, time now that I think about it. And if you think about it being, I mean, not to be nitpicky, but December 16th, I mean, that's when I would think that the parking police, the campus police would be lazy because, like, everyone's leaving campus. It's almost Christmas. Like, right, right. you would think they wouldn't be as, like, hyper vigilant as, like, the start of the semester. So, Maybe. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, so it's, it's just interesting. It implies a lot of things. But let's just, for the sake of arguing it, let's say it implies that he was there within maybe a week mm-hmm. of that date. Yeah. Or his car was there. got to that point. So this is, it's a, a, a cruel little reminder that something, probably something bad has happened to Rohan. Mm-hmm. So, so strange, but that's not really like a solid clue. There's no confirmation of his presence. And from this point, years pass. Years? Years. There's no leads, no clues, no nothing. No one has seen him. Inspect his car? I mean, if he's a missing person and then his car shows up. Well, the car is no longer there. It was sighted and then it it was driven away. But how do they know it was his if it was just. It was his plates. It was his car. Oh, okay. So they fully like wrote a ticket for his plates, not just like they saw his car. I mean, um, I have to assume that they used the plate number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how you write a ticket. Okay. I didn't know if you meant sighted, like sighted, or sighted with your eyes. No, no. Citation. Okay. C-I-T-A-T-I-O-N. Got it. I okay. can spell. Clarify. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it was definitely his car. It wasn't a miss sighting. It was fully his car, but then it was gone once his family, I assume, got wind of it, that it was there, so they could never really look to see what was in the car. There is no solid mention of that, but I mean, it was ticketed, and then the car was moved. Okay. Years pass, his friends and family are missing him and are just left confused as to a disappearance because it was... Just a, just absolutely not foreshadowed at all. He fell into this, this, um, disturbed mood Mm -hmm. just a few weeks before everyone saw him last. Mm -hmm. Twelve years later, in July of 2020, the New York State Police underwater recovery team was training in the Hudson off the Poughkeepsie waterfront, just off the shoreline of Warrius Park. Mm-hmm. So you you know Warrius Park. Anybody who has ever lived in Poughkeepsie knows this park. Uh, literally everyone goes there. There's that big residential building the there. Rip Van Winkle building. Rip Van Winkle building, that's right. And there's a dock, there's like a little, there's like two docks. There's a restaurant, um, there's a boat launch. Boat launch, and they have fireworks there. Mm-hmm. Fourth of July, I used to yeah. go. If you're a teenager, you just like drive your car down there and like make out or listen to music or buy drugs. <laughs> or buy drugs, well. Wow. Uh, 
You can say drugs. It's not like this isn't an explicit I never podcast. bought drugs there, You've but if never. one would want to, that would be a great You could spot. totally go there to do that. <laughs> But, I mean, also, like, cute old people take walks there. Yeah, and, and like, kids Families play. do a picnic, there's, so... There's, like, picnic... T- yeah, you can barbecue. Do, you can do the barbecue and then, like, buy, buy like, a little bag of weed or something. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a skate park over there, too. But, yeah, so this is, like, a popular park. Everyone is there. This, this is yes. the important part yes. to know. Yeah, it's not secluded. Not secluded. Even at night. No, yeah, no, no, and it's it's not far from the train station either, the mm-hmm. Metro North train station. So there's even yeah, you, can you walk. know, in in the later hours, people are around. There's a a bar nearby, Mahoney, mm-hmm. right there, and the River Station, the River Station, actually a fun place. Yeah, I mean, it was when I went there. Mm. But yeah, so so the divers are training, and they discovered a blue Hyundai. <laughs> matching the description of Rohan's car. It was confirmed to be Rohan's car, and his body was inside. It was about 75 feet from shore and under about 25 feet of water. Think about, like, a two-story house, like, standard suburbia two-story house. As tall as that house is, that's how far under his car was. How and, much is uh, 75 feet up? We'll bring up the map. And I'll show you um, approximately what 75 feet out looks like. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, the dotted line here, uh, is approximately 100 feet according to the scale mm. from Google Maps. So anywhere in in roughly this area is where his car was found. Jesus, that's so, right against shore. Yeah, it is pretty close to shore. That's crazy. 12 years, a fisherman never found them. The boat, like, crew never found them. The sailboat people never found them. People jump. I swam in the river. Right. Not recommended, but, like, that I wouldn't is recommend it, no. crazy. Yeah, and that that is what his family and friends think. And it gets more interesting because several law enforcement agencies had searched this area um, upwards of three times, I think, in January and March of 2020. Now, interesting as that is, several things are not confirmed. I couldn't figure out or find any information about exactly where his car was found. Yeah, that was my question. That information was not released, and the areas of interest when the agencies were sending their other divers to look for evidence for other crimes. I think it was one case that was a a handgun and something else. Mm -hmm. Uh, The search areas for those investigations, I could not find any information on, Mm -hmm. so it is possible that they just simply were not looking in the same places. Mm -hmm. Something else to think about, too, is in this image, it's it's a little faint, but you can see that there's a line here where there's like sort of a lighter color, yeah. and then there's a pretty stark drop off into like uh, yeah. the darker colored water where it's deeper, and there is a significant depth difference here, and that's not very far off of shore. That's maybe, right. compared to this, this is like 20 feet, perhaps. Well, and then like the clear water, like the, the big sailboats like dock at that dock, so like that's a like you need depth to be in a boat. Right. So this like is, that dock is where the drop off is. This is why I actually suspect that this looks like such a nice, neat and straight embankment is because they probably 
altered it at some point mm-hmm. to allow the what is it a sloop is that what they call it yeah so yeah so this is sus in a lot of ways and uh these these circled areas in the image show what people commonly believe to be the entry points that might have been used Mm -hmm. so this is the thing his car it he drove a car into the water we're assuming Uh that he drove this car into the water right he didn't and no one heard it or saw anything or there wasn't any disturbed ground or anything like it's it doesn't seem like he was driving down main street and then you know forgot that there was the the you know roundabout thing there and just like yeeted off the bank no you know he would have like taken you the the axle out on the curb first before he even got there i don't even think you'd be able to drive her there's like rocks there's, well like, the rocks aren't even pylons not no pylons, they're not like, that high like if you had enough speed i think you could but i but it don't would make think a that's mess. what happens it would make a mess it would make a lot of noise noise and I just don't yeah, think that no. you could yeet a car off the road like that into the river without somebody noticing what you did. And I don't think you could drive a car on that dock. I think it would fall apart. Well, <laughs> let's let's consider the, okay. the other two options because the I think the obvious option is the boat launch. He just drove yeah, off the boat 100%. launch into the river. But that's not confirmed and... You know, again, is this the like so-called most likely thing? Sure, but... It's a boat launch. People are constantly uh, yeah. backing trucks, trailers, and boats into the water. And if you think that... It, I just... I, I feel like it's kind of unlikely that if a guy drove a car into a boat launch, somebody wouldn't, like, boop it with their boat when yeah. they were trying to get in and out or something. Five feet deep? Or even see it? I don't know. I mean, it's... I think that's possible that that car could have been pushed or driven into the water late late at night early early morning when there's no boats and it would sink to the bottom and then i mean none of the boats that are being launched in there would be 25 feet deep so if it's already at the bottom by the time the next boat comes through i don't know that you'd notice but but like it might not sink that fast that's that's the thing i i mean personally i don't know but i mean the boat ramp is like a A ramp (laughs) It's a ramp, yeah, but sometimes cars do reach neutral buoyancy. Like, they don't always sink. Sometimes they right. do. But they can have a period of neutral buoyancy, and that may be the condition in which you would be able... I, I just don't think that somebody within 12 hours wouldn't have just, like, noticed, a, like, a weird something. thing or something in the water. Plus, if it's you a drove whole the car, car and the lights would be on while it's sinking, at least for I a mean, minute. For maybe. But, like, that would be weird. And then, not to mention, <clears throat> there, there's a major bridge right there. Right there. There are people going across that bridge, and there's camp... Like... You would think you'd be like, oh, what's well, that in the water? Uh, the bridge is a little far away, I think. I don't think anyone is looking down off of the bridge to see not, that. Yeah. It's a little farther than But people than you also might think. live right there. Like, there's apartment buildings. I don't know. Yeah, so the, the other possible entry point, and th- this is the one that I favor out of the two, is down the side of the dock, there's actually a very small beach yeah and if you were careful you could probably you know quietly drive the car down the the promenade walkway go off the side there and 
roll into the water. Perhaps it would go more unnoticed there because immediately south of the dock is this rocky outcropping mm-hmm. that... Cow Rock. Cow Rock, right. Which has, you know, some hiking trails and, you know, people go on it to look at the bridge. It's, One time you know, I saw nice people spot. having sex under a blanket on Cow Rock. Okay, <laughs> but okay. I'm trying to remember 2008 though, but like there's that weird sculpt. There's the whale. You couldn't drive a car over the whale. No, you could you could drive a car there because all you would have to do is go up one of the curb cuts, just go around the sidewalk, and then down down this okay, part. Okay, but you're right outside the window of thousands of people in that apartment building. I don't think it's thousands. That's like a 15-story apartment building. Okay, maybe it's thousands. That's a oh, oh tons of people. Tons of people. That's their window. You're telling me they're you're gonna drive a car? Like I just think someone would notice. I mean, in the dead of night, if you weren't doing, I mean, like if it wasn't erratic, I think you could trundle a car through there, and there's a chance that no one would notice mm-hmm. in the dead of night. But I don't know. Let's... Having been in this place in the park, I don't buy that car theory on that side. But listen, let's, as I say this, let's remember that in the days before he went missing, he was stopped once. They attempted to stop him twice and succeeded once for reckless driving. Right. So I don't think he recklessly drove himself past this apartment building without fucking up the grass. Yeah. Or or hitting the whale. There's definitely like also like there's stuff on this pathway. I forget. But there's definitely like bars. Well, there's some like, benches and stuff. And there's like a also but there's again, a you're, gate onto the that's, top. Okay, I'm just again, saying. you're forgetting that you can drive yeah, right okay. over this big open lawn right there. You don't need okay, to drive yes, down the pathway. But all right, so those are the two entry point options. And I don't know. Honestly, it's sus no matter what, Mm -hmm. but a lot of things are wrong with it. The biggest thing for me is because he was having this issue with erratic driving, it just doesn't seem likely that he would be able to pull this off without Mm -hmm. getting noticed by someone. Also, I don't know if we're going to cover this, but aren't there tons of cameras around here? Did they catch him driving the car at all? There's no mention of having him on any cameras. I just bet. Because to get over to the boat launch, don't you have to go right past the train station? I mean, I'm pretty sure that there's cameras on the Mid-Hudson Bridge. There's a toll plaza, which would have a camera coming in that way. There's a few scattered about, like in Poughkeepsie proper. As you come off the bridge, you have to go down the side of the train station which absolutely has them and then this area here by the restaurant definitely has one so i wonder if they could even just verify that he was the one driving the car because i have questions about that at this point there was no mention of security footage in anything that i that i read Mm -hmm. those suspicions are shared by rohan's friends and family Mm -hmm. uh it is documented in several interviews that his mother and his friends are vocal about this. They don't buy what's going on. Mm-hmm. So they they gather for a vigil in, in the park mm-hmm. pretty much right after it's confirmed for sure that the remains are his. They were heartbroken and confused that he had been there for so long. Yeah. And they had been there. Everyone goes to Warriors Park. Like, they had parties. They had barbecues. You know, they did normal stuff that you do in the park. Mm-hmm. And her her son was just there just in the water. And no one knew for 12 years. 
What was the day that he went into? Oh, what was the day that he went missing? August eighth, he was ticketed in New Paltz, and that was the last time he was seen for sure. The police don't think that this is a suspicious death, and so those are all of the hard facts that we've got. So now there's a couple things that I want to speculate about about what happened to mm-hmm. him. Uh, the first and some somewhat. A reasonable speculation is that he could have had an an onset of some kind of schizoaffective-related disorder. Mm -hmm. Uh, So schizoaffective disorder is the symptoms of schizophrenia Mm -hmm. and a mood disorder together. Yeah. You're not so much like having, you know, full reality-altering hallucinations, but you are feeling paranoid watched uh your mood is all over the place and and and, that would be the age of the onset and this that's important too that is about the right time for something like this to happen and it's been documented that this can happen and that also is backed up by his uh erratic behavior in the few weeks leading up to his disappearance. Mm -hmm. The other potential uh, is foul play Mm -hmm. involved. Again, there is no evidence of this. The police did not view this as a suspicious death, but Rohan's friends and family don't really believe that this happened to him as the police say, or that he did this to himself so to speak. Mm-hmm. They think something else was involved. There are a few people who are quoted as saying things along the lines of perhaps he was being targeted by the police or, uh, you know, just reminding us of the difficult relationship between brown people and the cops. Mm-hmm. Again, there isn't a lot of evidence to support that, but that doesn't mean it can necessarily be ruled out. He might have pissed off the wrong person. Mm-hmm. And if there's anyone that knows how to sort of get rid of things or maybe make things appear to be something else, it's probably the police. Hmm. And he didn't have any enemies or like he didn't owe anyone money or something. No, not that anyone yeah. knew of. Because I was almost wondering if, like, if you wanted to make it look like an accident, kill him and just, like, throw a brick on the gas and just, like, you know, watch it go into the water. But, like, what, sorry, was there, the manner and cause of death were both undetermined? Yeah, I mean, his, his body was there for 12 years. I mean, there's nothing really to, to do about it. I mean, I'm not sure if you could say anything for sure except perhaps like a a bullet wound if there was one but it there There was no evidence of that um you know of course the body was examined fully to determine that it was him Mm -hmm. and nothing like nothing that would imply violence was noted yeah yeah Uh, yeah, this is, this is a sad one, and it's just, I, I have questions about this one. There's, there's things that just seem a little bit... Well, the big question is, where was he from August to December if he wasn't at school? Right, um, 
that that is like nobody saw him no one saw him no and i mean it is possible that he sort of went off the grid in a way like if he was in the grips of yeah you know this the onset of this terrifying Mm -hmm. and like crippling disorder right it controls you and you might think something's wrong with you and it can't be fixed and you just want to remove yourself from people you love so you don't bring it on them yeah i mean that is one thing but he was reported to believe that people were watching him that they were after him that they wanted to hurt him so he probably just fucked off somewhere Maybe he, I don't know, slept in the Walmart parking lot in his car or something or, or other places that where you could do that thing without being disturbed. But, like, he be had away a good relationship with family and friends. Like, the yes, fact that did. you would just, like, live rough for four months into the winter in New York when you have the choice to go home to your parents, like, or even seek help from a friend, it just seems like... You'd have to be suffering really severe delusions to be... I don't know, that's weird. I mean, he may have been fully in the grips I know, of yeah. this, and that can happen. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, you know, his age and and uh, ethnic background, I believe, does yeah. predispose him to exactly this happening. That is true. Um, is which different. is... Uh, it just doesn't bode well for what may have happened here Mm -hmm. but yeah this is it's just particularly fucking heartbreaking because of where he was that whole time and if it was like a a suicide even if it was very much um driven by the schizophrenia symptoms and experiences like still i guess if it yeah i guess if you have schizophrenia maybe then you're not obviously thinking rationally i'm just thinking like of all the manners of suicide like just driving yourself just like slowly into the river right near where you live like because he's in albany right before right right? and then seemingly sometime right after that he he goes home but he doesn't go home he drives into the river in his hometown right that's like i maybe i don't know yeah that just seems weird that's what is most sus for me is how someone in the grips of something like this driving erratically mm. could just gently slip into the river without anyone noticing. Wait a second, do we know about the weather? If it's December, was the river frozen? Was there snow? Well, he his car... Oh, yes, when he I went see. In. I see what you're getting at. There could have been ice on the river. Yeah, so do we know what the weather was like that December? Because if he was driving home from Albany... Let's say right after his car was last seen there, he's driving home to Poughkeepsie. Uh, If there was, for example, a snowstorm or icy conditions, is it possible he got disoriented uh, and thought that the boat launch was a road and, like, drove in accidentally? I mean, that's a possibility if the weather... If there's fog or something, you know? Yeah, that, that could be possible. Um... I mean, there probably were some snowstorms in December mm-hmm. of 2008 in Poughkeepsie, but there's no way to know which one he would have been caught in or if he was. Right, because we don't all. know exactly what day he went to the water. Right. Yeah. But it's, you know, that is possible. Yeah. 
Yeah. So this one, this one really, I don't know, rubs me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. There's Something's, no good answer. There's no good answers here. Just, it's something about it isn't right. Mm-hmm, I agree. And it's just very sad that he, his family for so long just didn't know what happened and he was just so close to shore, right, at home, yeah. really. Yeah. And that's just, must hurt their hearts every day. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really sad. Rohan's death remains under investigation. If you have any information, please contact the Poughkeepsie Police Department at 845-451-4000. And for the sources of this episode, I would like to thank the following reporters for the Poughkeepsie Journal. Uh, John W. Barry, Ryan Santisteven, and Caitlin Cordero. Uh, and just thanks to Pojo in general, because we read a lot of Pojo. All right. Well, I think that'll have to end our bodies in cars and water. It's too sad. It's too sad. I yeah, the last anymore. two were not even really... We can't confirm that they were crimes. It's just, like, mysterious deaths. Yeah. And that's just, like, the worst, because you just imagine, like, the friends and family and loved ones just... We don't have answers, and it's frustrating for us, but for them, it must just be, like, a living nightmare. So, I just kind of hate it. Yeah, same. All right, so next week, we'll do um, something else. Something else. (laughs) Not bodies in cars in water anymore. Yeah, but hope you enjoyed the theme as much as one can. Yeah, the (laughs) two-episode theme before we got too sad to keep doing it. Yeah. And uh, I think that wraps it up for this week. And if you want to hear more from us, remember to follow us and rate us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Our website is newyorkstateofcrimepodcast.com and our email is newyorkstateofcrime at gmail.com. Send us a Gmail. We'd love to hear from you. Yes. If you know about any other bodies in cars and water, let us know. Yeah, let us know anyway. We Maybe we'll just save them for later. Week, but yeah, we'll save it for later. Just tell us anyway. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah. Okay, awesome. We'll see you all next week. This is New York State of Crime. So much